All right, this is another episode of the Hoop Food Podcast. And on this episode, it's been quite a minute. You know, I've been watching the NBA season and trying to get a good um, understanding of where the teams are. And I'm still kind of working that out. But I I knew it was time to kind of make another episode. And um, one team that has really caught my eye is the Chicago Bulls. And they're just, they're a fun team to watch. The only team that is 3-0 right now. And um, I, I'm I love what Caruso has done for that team, and this is the 14th episode of the Hoop Food Podcast. So, like I said, it's been a minute, but um, as the NBA season starts this time, I'm going to try to make these podcasts more tailored into the NBA season and not just broad topics around basketball. But the Chicago Bulls have been very fun to watch with DeRozan, Lonzo Ball. And um, you got Zach Levine and Caruso as well. Even uh, Vucevic in the middle. It's been very, very, very nice to see. Caruso has, I think everyone's getting a good eye at him. That he's not just some, you know, he's known for his defense. But I think even casual fans probably didn't know about him. Even though he was on the Lakers. And was very loved when he was here. Um, But his ability to play defense. And this is what I really want this show to be about is Caruso. I might even title the episode "The Crew Show." Um, I'm, I, 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 I was a big fan of him when he was here. Was not happy when we let him go. There was a slight a bit of me that I, I said maybe Russell Westbrook is going to be worth it. You know, um, you know, maybe maybe he, he can show us at least as much as Crusoe has shown us. But I, I, I think that might be false at this point, so far at least, right? Um, but the guy is not a slouch from the three-point line. You can't just leave him open out there. And then also, his like I said, his defense is incredible. There was a particular play where Caruso was going back down on defense two-on-one by himself. And I can't remember exactly what team it was, but it was, it was Caruso by himself. And the guy tried to throw a lob to the other guy. And Caruso literally smacked it out of his hands as he was throwing the lob. And then on the next play over, he tied the guy up, you know, and got the jump ball on the very next sequence after smacking it out of bounds. So that's the level of defensive player that he is. And not only that, but with the ball in his hands, he's a good passer. You know, he knows kind of, he just, he knows how to play the game. He knows how to fill the lane correctly. He obviously has bounce. I think most people know that. Um, And then you're putting him against or putting him with a guy who's athletic, also like Zach Levine. DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, who's pretty much has these guard skills within himself to be a great defender, great passing, just great feel for the game. You know, the Bulls are just a fun team to watch. And I really, I said it before the season started, and it's been even better than I thought. Um, You also have Patrick Williams down there. Javante Green is a beast. You know, even his defense is, is very fun to watch. You also have to remember Kobe White is also there too. So Derrick Jones Jr. They have a great team, and I probably won't make this episode only about the Bulls, but for sure this first half of this episode um, won't go too long. Um, I, I just wanted to kind of check in, and, and and I've been posting a lot of final film content on my Instagram, going through plays. I posted a lot of Bulls content there. A lot of Laker content has came in. Um, recently as well um 
I've been watching a lot of film where I can. And um, the podcast will become more frequent as the season goes along and I have more topics to go through. I just didn't want to kind of post prematurely. I didn't want to post and kind of have to talk from nowhere. You know, I wanted to see enough where I can go, okay, this is this team, that's this team. Um, another team that I guess while I'm on the topic, I, I have to talk about is the Lakers, you know. That's my, my home team, and that's a team that I'm very much um, for. Um, I'm not satisfied, obviously, with what we've seen. I think most people who've seen the Lakers up to this point understand what I'm kind of getting at. They went un- they, they lost every game in preseason, um, just lost to the Suns as well. They don't look great, you know. They don't look they don't look incredible, uh, but I think we need to wait until the season really starts really rolling. But the problems that they have are profound, and I don't think they're going to get solved by just games being played. They don't have a lot of spacing. Westbrook is not a floor spacer, and I don't. That's what I don't really understand is. I get that we needed someone to come in and handle the ball while Westbrook was there. But we had a Caruso. And it was like, I mean, I know people are going to say, hey, Caruso doesn't command the minutes. Russell does. But, I mean, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. We're seeing right now what it is and what it isn't. Westbrook's lack of spacing is causing us major problems. And I, I feel like we should have just got Rondo back and kept Caruso. And I don't know the dynamics of the deal. I wasn't in the room. I don't know how you know much the Bulls. I don't know. You know, I just feel like we that was one move we probably didn't need to make. You know, and even with KCP leaving, and I've never been a big Kuzma fan, but I, I just don't understand if that deal really helped us out. Um, another dynamic that isn't great is that outside of Russell, who do we really have? You know, that can really space the floor. Even the Carmelo Anthony thing was like it felt really cheap it felt like it was like uh we're just doing this just to say we did it you know because every time i see him out there that he's getting hunted and picking rows and it's collapsing our defense and then on the other end we're not getting the shooting from him we're not getting the shooting from russell we're not getting the shooting from anybody if anybody's only the only person i see that actually is giving us what we need is lebron you know and i don't mind i'm not i'm not Worried about Anthony Davis because um, I figure he'll figure it out in the long run. You know, uh, as we near the playoffs, I, I I just feel like he's better. He's a better 16-game player than an 82-game player. But, uh, like I said, the writing's on the wall. The Lakers have a major issue. And I think it's, it, 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 it's across the board they have an issue. Um and then we also saw Dwight and AD get into the scuffle um, not long ago. Not worried about that too much, but I am worried about Dwight's antics. I don't know what's going on in his head. But if you go down the Lakers roster, there's nobody really on the roster. Maybe, you know, we have Malik Monk, but he's not. Malik Monk, is he's, he can shoot threes, but it's, he's not exactly the catch-and-shoot guy. He's more of like the off-the-dribble three guy. And then Kendrick Nunn, I think, is somebody who we can look forward to seeing. Wayne Ellington, he looks okay, but given his track record, I'm not putting a lot of faith behind him. Um, but we have to also see Taylor Horton Tucker come back. Avery Bradley, I'm happy he signed back with the team. You know, we needed him badly. 
But um, the Lakers, they just don't have the shooting. And I, I'm not convinced that Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, and Carmelo Anthony are going to turn into Ray Allen, you know? And I, I just I don't believe it. Um, Wayne Ellington is probably the closest thing to that for the uh, for that p- kind of player. Um, but it, it's just not – to me, it's not showing itself. This team probably needs one more move. It needs to package somebody and send something else going on. Um, but those are my thoughts on the Lakers and Bulls right now. I won't over, I won't go too long because it's, the season just started. And one thing about basketball and the NBA is that, you know, you, it's too early to say for sure of this or that. You know, you, you got to wait. Um, even for teams that don't look great, they can get great. And teams that look great can get bad. And the playoffs can look completely different from that. So it's, it's good to wait. Um, but as far as hoop food goes, um, it is more so blending as a podcast and um, Instagram is really where I'm mainly at. Um, I, I do post on YouTube here and there, you know, maybe if I, I, I get enough clips together um, of me kind of breaking down film. But honestly, that's kind of where I'm taking it. Um, and then I should also, uh, I won't go too much longer on this episode, but one thing I should go over is that Hoop Food is part of a collection of brands that I'm trying to build across sports, finance, gaming, and mental wellness. And um, those are things that they kind of blend into each other for the kind of content I want to make, maybe podcasting. But the the parent company above it is, is called Feed Companion. And that's what I've been working on. That's what um, Hoop Food is not a sole brand by itself. Um, and I... I encourage anyone that listens please support all of them you know i'm always posting on one of them you know and i'm always trying to build and see what i can do to blend them um i don't want to make this just a podcast i don't want to make it just a youtube channel um if it turns into that i'm not complaining right but i do want to make it clear to everybody who listens hey this is much more than just basketball for me this is much more than just a podcast episode for me and um I'm letting the the kind of the wind take me wherever I need to take myself. So um, that's um, that's kind of what I'm doing with it. And um, yeah, I, I will. I'm devoting myself to more basketball content this time. I've been really focusing on my other one, which is called Chart Food, which is all about charts and finance and um, investing and whatnot. But um, I'm putting more emphasis on hoop food as the NBA season is rolling. And that's what I've kind of been doing. So um, this is the 14th episode. And uh, like I said, tune into my Instagram. That's where I'm going to be posting a lot of content, a lot of film watching, um, or my Twitter. You know, I'll be watching the games more. Um, I just posted some stuff um, from the Indiana-Miami Heat game. So tune into that. And I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Chart Food probably will come out with a new podcast soon as well. So look out for that. Um, it's going to be titled Move Slow in the Market. So um, this will be a feed companion podcast at this point. And hopefully I can launch a network of podcasts around those. So thank you guys for listening. This is the 14th episode and I'll catch you guys later.